In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Maybe you want to raise your kids with biblical character that changes culture. We've got a resource for you. It's called Parent Differently, and we're going to be talking with the author, Kathy Cook. That's right. So Kathy is the founder and president of Celebrate Kids, Inc., and a child development specialist. And she's also the author of seven best-selling parent-child enrichment books. And her latest book is titled, of course, Parent Differently, Raise Kids with Biblical Character that Changes Culture. And Dr. Kathy reminds you as a parent that if you want to see your children adopt positive attitudes, act righteously, and develop healthy habits, then you must lead by example and understanding and demonstrating biblical character. Can't wait to unpack this with you, Kathy. Great to have you with us on Mornings with Tom and Toby. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Well, I just want to start by asking you this. Is it ever too early or too late to teach (laughs) biblical character qualities to kids? It's not. Children are watching from the get-go, and they're paying attention to who we are and how we're behaving and how we treat people, what we say, whether or not we apologize. And it's never too late with our older kids. Sometimes we have to apologize more and, and say, hey, you know, you're the guinea pig kid. You're the oldest. And, you know, we've been experimenting with you. And We've gotten some things wrong and we need to back up and work harder on the heart issues of character. Uh, It's never too late. Even adult kids who have moved out of the home, they're still watching. They're still wondering how we behave. And uh, we we talk with them differently about it, of course. But I'm absolutely convinced it's never too late. Kids will always care. And they might not let you know they care about what you think, but they do care. Okay, so you're talking about developing character, biblical character in kids, and it seems like as parents, we bear a lot of that responsibility because sometimes I think, Kathy, we want to teach it, but we don't want to do it. <laughs> right, and I actually think that we want to talk about it. We don't necessarily want to teach it. Mm. Uh, you know, it's one of the reasons I wrote the book is that kids are frustrated that they're told what to do, and they're maybe, um, they tell me they're yelled at when they don't do it, and they feel like they haven't been taught. Now, that's not always the case. There's a lot of good parents listening today, and I praise God for that. And, and I think, and I think you'll agree with me, character is hard to teach. Obedience is hard to teach. There's something called the sin nature, you know, and it gets in the way. So we skill and drill the one, two, threes, and we skill and drill the ABCs, and we give a lot of time to practice and rehearse. We even assess kids. We give them a chance to relearn it if they didn't get it right the first time. And uh, character is even harder. And so it's got to be something that we prioritize in us, as you're saying, that we become people that God created us to be and that we role model um, appropriate, you know, actions and reactions. Absolutely significant. 
Okay, okay, we're talking with Kathy Cook of Celebrate Kids, learning how to teach biblical character to our children. Now, how do you know or determine if your children's character is mature, and what are we looking for? Yeah, I appreciate that question. In this book, I listed 48 character qualities that I think are important. So one way to start would be how many of the qualities does a child exhibit? How many do we exhibit? Are we able to be patient, kind, generous, good? resilient, kind, you know, all the different things. So that's one way of looking at it. How complete is it? And then, Tabi, how consistently does a kid use the character? Like, is a child able to be kind with everyone or only with people they love? Mm. Is a child able to be generous all of the time or only when they have a lot? So how consistently do they exhibit the quality? And then the third attribute would be how automatically do they do it? Wouldn't it be great to never have to remind a kid ever again, you know, to be patient or kind? Uh, or generous or good. So how automatically are they able to exhibit the qualities? Those are the three things. And uh, in our own lives, are we automatically able to, to be who we're supposed to be? Are we consistently who we can be? And how complete is our character? Our good friend, Dr. Kathy Cook is here right now, helping you with that issue that you might be chewing with in a brand new year. You're wanting to raise your kids with biblical character. It changes culture, but you might have to parent differently and you don't know how to do it. Kathy, it's so great to have you here with us talking about this on Mornings with Tom and Tobby. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, Kathy, we have this question of the Bible says, children obey your parents. But why are you focusing then on biblical character and not specifically on obedience? I love that. I love that you brought up scripture. Um, we could also address the whole book of uh, Proverbs, which is about character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, um, but that's really good. Absolutely. Obedience, you know, first time obedience is what we want. And, uh, you know, the joke is I could have sold more copies of the book if I would have written about obedience. Yeah. Uh, but I did write about obedience. And here's why. Um, obedience is rule following. Obedience does not require a change of the heart. And yet, if children don't have a heart change through our parenting and the Holy Spirit's intervention, then when they're not with us, they may not behave the way that we want them to behave. They can take character with them wherever they go, and we don't have to watch them and guard them. Um, Children tell me that obedience requires a parent to be watching them. They want to be rewarded when they're good, and they want to avoid punishment. So they are behaving to avoid punishment to get the reward, but yet we're not always there. And I want them to behave well and be well and do well because it feels right, because the heart has been transformed for righteousness. So when we, uh, when we work on character, we get both a good character and ultimately good obedience. And I'll say one other thing, and this is something I write about in the book. Every disobedient action is connected to unhealthy character. If you think mm-hmm. about yourselves, and I'm not going to put you guys on the spot. You don't have to talk out loud. But if you think about yourselves and things that you've done wrong in the last 24 hours, maybe a disobedient something toward the Lord or toward somebody you live with, there is a negative character associated with that. And if I can help parents identify, for instance, arguing is rooted in a lack of submission. Arguing is rooted in a lack of flexibility. Arguing is rooted in pride. Arguing is rooted in selfishness and self-centeredness. So if I can work on those character qualities, then lo and behold, there's less arguing. I can tell kids all day long, stop arguing, stop arguing. Would you stop arguing? And it doesn't help. But changing the heart will help. 
Oh, oh you're hearing yeah. from Dr. Kathy Cook. And if you heard that in the distance, that was the mic dropping right there as she just shares that truth with us. And and Chris Fabry talks about this a lot, talks about how we focus on behavior modification as opposed to life transformation. And as you talk about the book that you've written here, Kathy, it seems like that's exactly the heart of what you're going towards, that life transformation that comes from the Lord and learning to develop that biblical character. And let me just go here with this. When you identify some positive character traits to develop in our kids. Why is it also important to identify some of the negative traits as well? Right. Partly because, like I just said, they're rooted or they cause the disobedience, but also because change requires a taking off of the old and a putting on of the new. And that's out of Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. Um, there's other places in scripture that talk about change. So if we really want change to root, if we really want children to consistently be you know, generous, resilient, um, brave, grateful, joyful, we have to make sure that we help them know the opposite of those qualities so that they recognize when they're not being who we have asked them to be. Okay, okay. you're um, talking about raising uh, kids with biblical character. And the more you talk about this, Kathy, the more it seems to uh, penetrate my heart as a parent, mm. wanting to have biblical character and to develop my biblical character in this so that I can lead my children. I've grown children now, Kathy, but you're right. They're still looking at my wife and I wanting to know how we can do things. And, and as much as I want them to be obedient, I, I truly do want them to develop biblical character. But that means work on my part yeah yes and you know the good news is tom is that it's doable we have the entirety of the scripture we have the old and new testament we have jesus paul david daniel esther naomi ruth deborah you know i could list hundreds of bible heroes who we can model our lives after we have negative examples that we can avoid from scripture we have proverbs we have the fruit of the spirit we have the one and others of the new testament we have the definition of love in 1 Corinthians 13, that is not just for a marriage ceremony, you know? So mm -hmm. there is so much in the scripture that we can um, read, study, meditate on, and memorize that will affect our hearts. And then we become more who God intended for us to be, and that makes him look really good, and that's what biblical character is all about. You're hearing from Dr. Kathy Cook. The name of the book is Parent Differently, Raise Kids with Biblical Character. That changes culture. That's what we want. We want a shift in our culture that begins in the home. And uh, so, Kathy, just thinking about this, how can we as parents better understand our kids' choices? And I have a personal question about boys and girls. Is there a difference in how you understand their behavior? Um, there, there can be. There are some... Uh, certainly some gender differences. Um, that's an interesting question. The, a lot of gender differences show up in academics, and I don't want to assume that they should necessarily affect the way that we parent them for character. Um, I'm going to have to think about that. It's an okay. excellent question. Choices. Um, the reason choices are relevant, all of our choices start with our beliefs. So um, if I want to change character, I have to change beliefs. In other words, if a child is um, rebellious, there's a belief they have. Mm. If a child is disrespectful, they believe something about the person you want them to respect. And when, when we affect that belief, when we get that belief out from the hidden spaces into the light, we talk about it and we motivate them to change their belief, their perspective, then their character can be, can be changed. Mm. 
Okay, thank you so much for that. And I just got one last question for you as we wrap up our time with you, Dr. Kathy, and that is this. We've been spending a lot of time talking about character and biblical character and biblical character, but the subtitle is Raise Kids with Biblical Character. That changes culture. How does that happen? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, Our culture's a mess, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's only um, with our example of Christ and our leaning into the Spirit's leading and God's strength and all of that, that we can be difference makers. We have to be brave and courageous, grateful, joyful. We have to be other-centered. We have to be kind. We have to not show favoritism. And these things are hard without the Scripture, without the guidance, without knowing the will of God and the ways of God. So, um, and I think, what you know what I think is important, Tom, is that we allow children when they're young to influence culture. I tell kids that, as an example, true story, when you don't lie to your piano teacher, when you have told your piano teacher at the beginning of the lesson, oh, I had a great week, I practiced a lot, and you're a few minutes into playing the first song and you realize that you are demonstrating that you did not practice and she is going to catch you in a lie and you stop and you look at your piano teacher and you say, "Miss Smith, I'm very sorry. I didn't tell the truth. I didn't practice much. And I'm so sorry that I've disappointed you. There's a true story of a kid parented for biblical character who owned it apologized to a teacher, started the lesson over. And I said to that kid, you changed culture by changing that teacher's day. You honored and respected your teacher. You told the truth, you built her up and you sent her home feeling good about her ministry toward you and not thinking that she was a failure as a teacher. You change an individual's life and you change culture.